there's only two options, kill or be killed. Hey, dickheads, why are you so fucking late for, man? The fuck? Uh, thanks, bye. Oh yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Cause it's a very good podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, G. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, how are you handling that heat out there? It's uh, terrible. It is. It's, it's like Florida. It's like living in Florida now. It's worse in Florida. Yeah. It's like it's like 110 degrees. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was at uh, work the other day in Glendale. Mm. 108 degrees. Yeah. 108 well, it's degrees. it's worse up in the yeah, valley. Yeah. Fucking San Francisco. Yeah. 110. Like two degrees. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never, I've never experienced heat like that in in the Bay Area. There's also weird pockets of hot air in random places. I don't know if you've noticed this. What do you mean? Like, like sometimes you'll be walking down the street and it'll be like relatively terrible, and then you'll hit an area and it'll be awful. It's just hot air. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rough. It's it's. And the thing is, though, like in LA, I mean, we have a you know we have AC, we have air conditioning, um, but in the Bay Area, like no one has AC. Right. So I mean, they must be dying. Ooh. Yeah, it's rough. But Harrison, Harrison is a dedicated team player here, a dedicated co-host. Mm. He uh, just got a text from a special friend of his who was like, we're at a pool party right now, but he's doing sick and wrong yeah. instead. In an unair conditioned motherfucking room. Yeah. In a hot fucking room. The fuck? With a, uh, yeah, with an mm. ugly Jewish man. Mm. Harrison's just sitting here, spending the next two hours mm. recording a podcast mm. uh, for this loyal listening audience, rather than hanging out with what? How many? Four hot girls? Yeah, it, wearing bikinis yeah. on a pool. Yeah, uh, dude, podcasting is way more fun than that. Oh yeah, yeah, way more never, fun than that. Never, fun never stops. So, uh, tell me about this special friend. You met her at an open mic, right? Or is she a comedian? What well, what's going on with this? Um, I went to an open mic. I'm not going to get into all that. D, you know. All right. I thought you picked her up with your comedic styling. She was so impressed. I don't think I pick anybody up with that. I think I pick people up. I, I'm not sure, you know. Um, I'm not sure what it is these days it's, that I don't care or that, you know. But wait, did I'm, you say, wait, was this uh, hmm. open mic, though, in L.A.? Because haven't you been going to, like, you know, like uh, fucking Alhambra and places like yeah, 40 minutes weird outside? Ass. That's generally what I've been doing. This was, like, in, yeah, this was in L.A., uh, and I usually don't do that, but I went. Yeah, I went to this open mic, and I mean, the weirdest thing about the open mic was that the there was this one guy who went on after me, um, who his entire type five was about how he wanted to rape me. <laughs> Wait, so he dedicated his whole set to, to, about raping you? Yes, the, the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did people uh, were people receptive? Yeah, I mean, it was. I thought it was pretty funny. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> what did this guy look like? He was like a black gay guy. Oh, okay, you know? all right. But a, a masculine uh, black gay guy. I was thinking it would be funnier mm-hmm. if it was like a dude that looked like Newman from Seinfeld. Right, yeah. <laughs> Just going on and on, like some 50-year-old yeah. dude, kind of fat. Um, but no, okay, I'm, so he's a, a young, virile, gay black man. Yeah. 
and hey, I just like any kind of attention, you know. You know, it's just nice to be thought of. Did he describe in detail how it would go down the raping? A little bit, yeah, and yeah, because he was. <laughs> what was his technique? Well, Chloroform? first of all, he was like, because he was like, first I saw him, and I was like, whatever, and then he went up and he did his set, and I thought this motherfucker's crazy, and I like that, you know. Oh, so he okay, so he was impressed by your comedic silence. No, because I did terribly. Oh, you, you bombed. I, did, yeah, I you bombed. I didn't quite bomb, but I did convey the fact that I'm fucking insane. Apparently, because oh. I just did this rambling bit about Goofus and Gallant and the white genocide <laughs> or something, <laughs> and apparently I came off looking like some kind of like I I don't even know like Alex Jones meets Bill Hicks meets fucking. Uh, just crazy homeless person. Apparently, is well, how you it, definitely aroused this black man uh, that was yeah, in the audience, which apparently is his 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 type, I guess. I wonder if this dude, though, I mean, had, the glasses help. So, so this dude's another comedian, right? Yeah, and he had signed up for the open mic, mm. so he must have had his five minute routine mm. already planned. But right. then when you went on, <laughs> it's just like you know what? I'm going to dedicate the next five minutes into my right. my theories and stories yeah. about raping you. And I'm interacting with him, you know, because he's like at one point he's like he's like you gonna need a male version of the rape kit, and I'm like I'm pretty sure the male the the rape kit is a unisex sir, you know. But hmm, I don't know. There you go. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if I, yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure. Do they have a, what are those things? Those not like, an expert, but you know. Don't they just swab you yeah, they with just the rape swab. kit? Yeah. But do they have... What are those things I'm thinking of that like pry open the vaginal lips? Like, uh, what the, are those? Tongs? The they look like tongs. Oculus? Not... Uh, no. No. Uh, no, you're close. Speculum. Speculums. That's the virtual reality thing. <laughs> the speculus. We've combined the oculus and the speculum to make a virtual reality gynecological experience. I, I kind of like that. Maybe that's what you're... You should get some venture capitalist the funding speculus. for this idea. For the speculus. <laughs> You know, do you, actually, you know what? That's a great fucking idea. Do you have a speculum in your uh, in your kit? I your did. Sex kit. I did, and my ex girlfriend took it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many. Go- That's yeah. almost a funny thing just to have out, just to gauge your. You know, if you you're on the first date with a girl, you come bring her back to your house, and you just have your speculum just sitting on your desk. Yeah, I just wonder yeah. what they would say. Mm. I mean, I think most would be like, that's weird. Right. You know? I mean, this was, to be fair, this was, you know, I bought it at her request. Um, her request, for her, sure. Well, because I don't know if women like that kind of, th- you know what I mean? I don't know if that's something they're eager to recreate. I have no idea. Did you use it? Yeah. So what, did you put on like a, one of those like head flashlights, like a yeah. doctor, and just like, I'm going in here, the yeah, white like lab those, coat? Uh, like those Fraggle Rock miners. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a white lab yeah, coat? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dr. Harrison, yeah. the gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that movie when that when that Israeli spy has to get a gynecological exam by the Nazi doctor? No, what movie is this? It came out like five years ago. I don't remember what it's called, but it's about... It was Adam Sandler. They're trying it. to capture a Nazi. Was that no, Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler is not in it. It's and not he a comedy. like a bunch of different characters? No. The Zohar or the Zohan. Yeah, it's not Don't Mess With the Zohan. <laughs> All right, it's not that. For fuck's sake. Wait, so this woman actually mm. had to get a gynecological exam? Yeah, by wow. this Nazi, and then they captured him and tried to bring him back to Israel. God. Yeah. yeah. So. Harrison giving gynecological exams is the stuff of women's nightmares. <laughs> yes, it is. I imagine a lot of women would dread that. Mm. Um, so, anyway, 
Um, it's going to be a Jezebel wow, so article that, so about this. Did that guy actually, so he didn't actually specify how he was going to rape you. Because I bet you it wouldn't be that hard. I bet you could have come up and been like, here's a fifth of Jameson mm. and an eight ball of cocaine and uh, some poppers. He said it wasn't going to be like, be, all right. No, I got the impression it was, I would be fully awake. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, so, it would yeah. be very, he said it would be very unpleasant. Whoa, so he was like a violent rapist. Yeah, yeah. Did, and I how was did, like, you know. So how did the, the crowd respond to the rape jokes? It's nothing I haven't seen in this life. Um, did people laugh about it? Uh, oh, yeah. So I laughed. I mean, it was it was a funny bit. So know? would it have been funny? It was kind of like that bit about that uh, Doug. Who's the one? The comedian was like an asshole. Stanhope? Yeah, he does a bit about this uh, football player getting raped on the field. It was it was mm. a little like that. I didn't might even. But I wonder how this would have went over if you were a chick. Oh, it would have been. <laughs> all of Tumblr would be still be talking about it. To you this can't. Day. Yeah, you can't yeah, make yeah. rape jokes about that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. wow. So uh, did you get his number at least? No, I did not. No. Yeah. You you know why Harrison? Um, due to my experience this past week, he also work. might have been being sarcastic. I honestly don't know. It was kind of hard to tell. Did you watch your back as you were leaving the club? No. No? no? Didn't worry about getting into your car? I'm not worried about no. this. No. Was he a smaller guy than you? Yes, he was. Okay, you could handle it. Yeah. Um, so, in light of my uh, recent experience at work, I would say that that entire five-minute routine constitutes sexual harassment. Yeah. I would say so. Uh-huh. I would say you were harassed I'd sexually. have a lawsuit on my hands if... Yeah, if, if, yeah. if this guy was a co-worker of yours, <laughs> right. you know, I would say that that would be considered sexual harassment. And the reason I know... Is because I had to take a two-hour sexual harassment course this past week. Amazing. And I blame it all on a mm. uh, my coworker. Yeah. Rusty, I mean Rusty. I blame it all on Rusty, <laughs> my coworker. <laughs> Got yeah. to use the pseudonyms. Okay. Yeah. Uh, people, you yeah. might recall Rusty. Mm. Um, he's famous for some of the most depressing episodes ever of Sick mm-hmm. and Wrong. Yeah. Um, I remember he was on. He was talking mm. about like. Getting a prostitute and um, he's getting, talking about getting a prostitute. And then uh, the guy, a friend of mine, Sergi, who was in that band, started asking about why he goes to prostitutes. And for the next like 10 minutes, there were just this really sad tearjerker story about how he can't find love normally and needs to go to prostitutes to fulfill his desires. Yeah. It was, it was really depressing. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, he's always kind of uh, stood apart in my mind as the guy is like a cautionary tale about why you might not want to go to a prostitutes because you i feel like any man that goes to prostitutes runs the danger of becoming it becoming like more than just a hobby well, yeah you I, know I, then I, you I, become like a prostitute guy and then you like talk you know you meet people at a cocktail party and, and you're, you're talking, talking about, about it, it as it will you, know? you normalize it yeah like, you normalize this is just it. normal yeah. you know yeah. and i think that's the thing with with uh, rusty mm. is rusty's got a bit of an addictive personality the guy happens to like the booger sugar a lot and he certainly likes his hookers and i think mm. the two go hand in hand a lot mm. of people <laughs> end up doing you know no cocaine and sex it's like yeah. they, they get high on cocaine I'm going to go get laid, and then I'm just going to go pay for sex. I've known mm. a few people that are like that. So it's almost mm. like sex addiction with drug addiction. Okay. Um, but anyway, Rusty uh, was over uh, the other day at my desk, high as a motherfucker. He mm. was just high. He couldn't even like stand still. Mm. Just, mm. I'm just like, dude, you're at work. Yeah. Why, why, why would you do this at work? Yeah. Anyway, he's just like sitting there like, so uh, what do you think of that girl's thigh gap? And I was like, her what? Mm. Thigh gap? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, look, check it out. That blonde girl, she's got like just an amazing thigh gap. And I was like, what? 
That's just the weird. It's like, what? Are you attracted to thigh gaps? I've never been attracted to thigh gaps. In fact, I, I don't usually think about thigh gaps. I, I thought that only like teenage girls talked about other women's thigh gaps. I thought it was just some mean girl shit. I didn't think men actually. But is it cared something that uh, thigh gaps? But is a thigh gap a good thing if you're a skinny girl and you have a thigh gap? Is it supposed to be something desirable? I don't. I've heard. I mean, I, I've heard that said. It, to me, it always seems like a. You know, I'd prefer to I, have a girl that doesn't have a, a thigh sign, gap. Yeah, she's like a it's a bit warning thicker. sign. It yeah. seems like to me, you know, like a, it's like a mm. warning sign for bulimia. Like yeah. she's probably bulimic because she has a thigh gap. Regardless, don't you know, but don't body shame, D. I, I'm you not know? body shame. I'm just saying, like you know, fine. Mm. You can be sexy with a thigh gap. You can be sexy without a thigh gap. But regardless, it's not a subject you should be discussing at your work, right, right. at your desk. We're like surrounded by a bunch. Of, there's a, a VP sits behind me mm. at her desk, and I'm just like, dude. I look at him. I'm like, you know, I don't think we should be talking about thigh gaps. Mm. You know, here, I don't think it's a subject we should be discussing at our desk. Right. You know, in, in earshot of everybody. Mm. And he's like, dude, calm down. No mm. one's here. No one heard <laughs> us. And this new girl that mm. just joined her team. She looked over and she's like, I heard you. Mm. And uh, he was like, oh, we weren't talking about you anyway. You don't have a thigh gap. And I was like, you know what? We're not even talking about thigh gaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, we're, we are not. This, this oh conversation's over. Yeah. You should leave. Yeah. And so then two days later, mm. I get an email from mm. HR. Yeah. They have to take a sexual harassment course. Mm. So did he. Yeah. So that means she said something about it. Right. So now it looks like I'm sitting here talking about, like I'm like a, a fucking mm. rapist mm. that sits there and talks about, leers at women and talks about their thigh gaps. Right. So anyway, I'm fucking taking this two-hour mm. sexual harassment course. It's the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever had to take. And it's one of those things where it's like you got to read through all this text. And, and there's a voice. It's one there's of those green light, red light things. More or less. Yeah, I mean, okay, it's, okay, and yeah. you're supposed to take quizzes at the end. So yeah. I was just kind of like, cl- you know, clicking through it. Next, yeah. next, next. Mm. It's like, you know, is this sexual harassment? Rob mm. makes spanking motions behind Linda when mm. she's bent over to file cabinet. It's like. True. You know, it's it's mm. it's easy to predict the sure, answer yeah. to these questions. Right. But if you go too fast, it was like, you are going through the questions too fast. You need to take two hours. So you have to take two hours to, to do oh, the wow. thing. So you okay. have to go through it. Yeah. And, you know, and mm. if you don't, if you finish early, then it's not going to let you finish. Mm. <laughs> so you got, so it's, it's, it's a series of like reading paragraphs mm. and then, uh, or listening to the audio mm. uh, voiceover and then watching these videos. Who hosted it? Was there a host? Uh, just, I don't know, generic okay, female okay. voice. It sounds like Siri, actually. Hi, I'm Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. <laughs> that would have been I'd amazing. I'd like to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump did it back in the 80s. It was yeah, just, yeah. Um, no, these, but the videos were amazing. Mm. I, almost kinda, I almost wish I could have just downloaded the videos. They reminded mm. me of like almost like Tim and Eric. Mm. Like these videos were, the, were that ridiculous. They, they're somewhat modern. You could tell that they had hired actors, probably shot them like 10 years ago. But... Mm. It was like some of the titles, like my favorite one was, Don't You Look Delicious Today? And it was like this guy, Rob, like walks in and was like, hey, I got a package for you. And the girl's like, oh, hi, thanks, Rob. He's like, damn, you look delicious today. And she's like, you're not supposed to say that in a workplace. He's like, hey, just take a compliment. Just, I'm just giving you a compliment. Easy. Relax. And, then, and so then afterwards, it's like... Was Rob out of line? Was yeah. he committing sexual harassment when he complimented Linda? You know, and you're just like, uh, true. You know, <laughs> it was once a- once you're telling women to relax, you're already, you know, you're already in a place where you shouldn't be. 
you know there's another <laughs> there's, like, you know, another thing no. which i didn't even realize this was harassment but yeah. apparently if you tease a coworker about being gay hmm. even if he's not gay if he's like you know not a gay dude hmm. but you still make fun of him because he's kind of gay and you make fun of him for being gay that's sexual harassment yeah I had no idea. Yeah, you can't say that shit. I tease my coworker all the time. <laughs> you can't do that, dude. Why, why can't yeah. you do that? You can't even make... I mean, you, I'm not saying like you're gay. It's just mm. like, you know, you you make a couple comments here and there. Mm. Can't do that. No. So now I'm going to stop. I'm gonna Unless you want to get behavior. named in a fucking lawsuit, buddy. You know? And you're liable. Like yeah. you're li and oh, If yeah. you witness sexual harassment and you mm. don't say anything about it, mm. you're also liable. Mm. I don't know if you knew about that. I didn't know So that. like if... You know, if uh, you heard someone talking about thigh gaps and you didn't say it like, hey, that's inappropriate, you could be part of it. You could be complicit. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Had no idea. Well, the, the, best, the best video, though, I think of them all was like, and there's been a couple women at my work that were like, you know, probably about 40 and kind of sexy, like cougars. Right. And like this one in particular, I don't want to say her name, but she would just come over to my desk and she'd like just massage my shoulders she'd be like Dave I need you to do something for me if you yeah. don't mind and I'd be like oh yeah sure and I, you know she wasn't even in my department and I would still help her out and so I was and so I was watching this video and this woman was like same kind of thing like this younger guy she's like coming on to him he's like I'm engaged hmm. we can, we do not have this kind of relationship I'm not going to work on this project with you anymore if you keep doing this and then he goes and tells his boss and his boss is like come on come on Dan She's a sexy woman. Just deal with it like a man. <laughs> but have you ever been in that situation where you've like, come on, Dan? <laughs> have you ever been in that situation where you complained about being sexually harassed at work? No, I've never. I I don't think I ever would. No, I mean I guess I mean people do. I yeah. mean, obviously, I'm fucking taking a two hour HR fucking mandated sexual harassment course. Right. I'm so fucking pissed at Rusty. Mm. He's never going to come on this show telling, talking about his depressing stories again. No. It's not how we're going to get listeners. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get angry calls about that. You know? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Demanding he return. Yeah. I'm, uh, mm. Yeah, I'm sure he was one of the, uh, the mm. fan favorites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, we have enough about this. Enough about my sexual harassment panda uh, training videos. Um, There's a panda? I wish. Now, oh. you remember, remember uh, that South Park sexual oh, harassment yeah. panda? Okay. Yeah. There should have been. A, if there was a panda, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been great. Or Howard mm. the Duck doing it or something. Mm. Um, you know, actually, I did have a question for you. Do they do any kind of harassment training for Lyft before they, like, you Fuck know, no. approve you? No. Nothing all at all? All they do is they do a background check and they inspect your car. That's it. So, wait, they don't even look... They don't even tell you like, hey, you know, mm. this is considered harassment. You shouldn't, this is, you know, this type of conduct is, you know, mm. uh, would be considered sexual harassment. You shouldn't behave in this manner. Nothing. No. And they were like, you know. Of all the companies And I'm pretty sure when they inspected this. my car, I had zip ties in my car and they still didn't care, you know? <laughs> so. In a, in a ball gag. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, you never know. But I, what I did when I started, uh, when I was volunteering, um, teaching a writing class at that homeless shelter, I did have to take a bunch of, bunch of like, you know, uh, quizzes and stuff. Oh, about, about the sexual not, harassment. Yeah. And, it wasn't sexual harassment. It was just like, what's appropriate and what isn't appropriate. Yeah. Cause it'd be like, don't give any one, you know, person a gift. Because, you know, these are like, I don't know, 18 to 25-year-olds, but from like horrible backgrounds. So you could give them a gift or something, like a book. Like, here's a book. 
And they'll be like, nobody's ever given me anything before. Then, I'm going to fuck your brains out. Like, you don't know how that people are going to react to that. <laughs> so you just can't give, you can't do. Can give you people. give everybody a gift? Maybe. Okay. So you can't just yeah. say, you can't just single out one person. Yeah. You can't single out one person. Wow. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking Uber and Lyft should probably have some kind of sexual harassment course prior to the people being approved. Probably. Yeah. They, they got nothing. Being that there's a lot of raping yeah. that happens mm-hmm. with both those ride shares. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, we're moving on, people, because we have a big, annou- a big announcement to make. A major announcement. Yeah. Here on uh, Sick and Wrong. We've finally launched a Sick and Wrong Patreon. I actually think it's a remarkable achievement. We've been talking about doing this for, I don't know, years? Yes. And then uh, Harrison and I actually got together mm. and worked on it Tuesday. And we filmed a mm. video. Mm. We uh, came up with, like, tiered rewards. We did, uh, we wrote like the whole like descriptions. We actually did work. Yeah. I I didn't think it would ever happen. I didn't either. So we've officially launched the Sick and Wrong Patreon. It's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. And you can go there and uh, and, yeah, and you can uh, basically through Patreon. This is the way it works. A lot of people aren't familiar with it. And I I feel like this is something uh, I should have done with Wackerly like a few years ago, but no one was doing Patreon back then. No, it's true. It's kind of unheard of. People did Kickstarters. Hmm. uh, People did Indiegogo and you could donate. There's Hmm. donate buttons. It's a little bit different though with Patreon. What I like about Patreon is you could donate different tiered rewards. So Mm. like, you know, the, I forget what our lowest reward is, like two bucks or something. Yeah. Two bucks a month and it's a monthly charge. So you sign up and two bucks a month. I mean, that's like fucking less than a beer a month. Yeah. I mean, that's like nothing. Um, So like two bucks a month and, uh, and I think with two bucks a month, actually you just get our love and your love and kisses, I think, but five bucks a month, $5 a month, which isn't much at all. $5 a month. Less than a pack of cigarettes. Uh, you get access to the Sick Wrong Patreon feed. It's so we can make a separate feed where we can post all that content that we don't do anything with. Yeah. A lot of people ask us about that. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, hey, you know, why don't you guys do an additional episode? Or, uh, you know, I'd love to hear the outtakes. And yeah, you know, I mean, we edit the show down, but we have like a lot of outtakes. We, we do. We talk, talk about a lot of stuff off We camp, do. And you know, I've been off. putting out videos, but I mean, if, if there's actual fucking money coming into the coffers <laughs> i do more you know well, I'd do yeah more and, i mean and, you wouldn't have to ride drive for lift yeah because that um, shit ain't good for your car let me tell you well that that's the thing it's like we mm-hmm. have all this like bonus supplemental material and we just haven't been doing anything with it right and uh over the years well, but, i mean i have shipped yeah. dating back mm-hmm. to like when we did shows why well, did shows of wackily like mm-hmm. in the 400s that i could release so that's what's cool about patreon is it's a whole feed so for people who donate like five bucks a month you know, you'll have access to all this content. Right. And it's like, hey, you know, we also are, we don't have much equipment. We have a camera I bought at some point, And then I would like to do it so there's multiple cameras, you know? So we go back and forth between me and this motherfucker over here, you know? Well, that's part of it. I mean, you that's know? that's the, that's the and whole thing. And then we thing. could have guests and we could, we could have a, you know. We got big ideas. We got big ideas. Show. We want to do that. We could do, if we get enough money, we can maybe do extra episodes, maybe other shows. Who the fuck knows? The, you know, but the but world's our oyster. Yeah, but it we really can't is. do it without you know the help. Well, that that's from the people, thing. I think so. uh, I've always kind of even whenever since the beginning, like when mm-hmm. we launched a show, we started doing Second Rock back in two thousand six. You know, I always made a point because a lot of podcasts are always begging for money, asking mm-hmm. for donations, and like Wacker and I, you know, we have jobs, so it's like we're never like trying to do this just to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, there's never a big money thing. And fucking Adam and Eve, I mean, sure we get a little bit of money from them. 
but not much. Yeah, not much. <laughs> I think it's like once mm-hmm. every few months they give us like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. So or a few hundred bucks. But I mean, it's it's really, I mean, we, we're kind of doing a, this out of just passion. You yes. know, it's like it's, you know, we're, we're doing it because it's kind of a hobby. It's fun to do. It's always been fun. Um, but now it's got to the point where my equipment's fucking outdated. I think I have to get a new mixer because yeah. half the channels don't work in that one. Fucking, I can't even upgrade my Mac because my iMac is running uh, 10.8, which is like, I don't know, five operating systems old. Yeah. And so now it's like slowly becoming obsolete. Like we can't even use Skype on it anymore. But if I upgrade, then I can't use my Pro Tools, right? Right. So I have to get a whole new Pro Tools hmm. in order to do that. And that costs like 800 bucks. So it's got to the point now where this hobby... Hmm. It's, it's going to start costing us some money. Yeah. And I can't afford to, I'm, I'm not going to put that much money into it. So what we'd like to do is get like some money coming in, like people donating, donating to the show. And then we're going to take it to the next level. I mean, mm. my goal is if we actually do hit our goal mm. of getting like raising two grand on Patreon, I want to start, I'm going to build a whole new studio. I'm going to take this whole operation, move it over to Harrison's house. And then uh, get a new mixer, some new mics. We can have in-studio guests. Yeah. Because uh, my missus will not allow any of Harrison's degenerate friends to come into this place. Yeah. And my missus is a fucking cat. <laughs> so nobody, you know. Well, that was, I cares. remember, uh, God, it was a few episodes ago. She got so pissed at me when you brought over, I think, a male prostitute. <laughs> uh, dude, I heard about it for like fucking days after that. Days after that, she was still like just pissed off. Like, I don't even I think I told. I think I just like told you like a, like ten minutes before I no, went over there. No, you showed up. Yeah, yeah you yeah. showed up. And that's the thing. It's like if I lived alone, I wouldn't give me a shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh, she was so fucking pissed off about. To be that. fair, also, I didn't really even know she was living there at the time. That was kind of unclear to me. Yeah, she you was know? just there all the time. That though. was a little. It was before we moved in together. Right but yeah. here at this new place, she mm. won't allow. She won't even allow any guests. Mm. I mean, she'll have some of them. I have to clear it with her. Mm. But that's the cool thing about uh, about your your place is mm. you don't give a shit. No. So we can have fucking uh, you know mm. trans porn stars mm. and fucking homeless people. Yep. So Draculas, anyway, yeah, Draculas, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, sex offenders, all of, all of Harrison's sex offender friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but the, what I'm getting at is once we can start doing stuff like that, then we can start, we can have a live in-studio feed. We can do live shows, mm. take calls. People can call up, ask the guests. We can have, uh, yeah, cameras recording it. Um, there's a lot of shit that I've always wanted to do with this show, but we've been, you know, limited because of money, financial concerns, uh, logistics. There's, you know, there's been a lot of limitations, and so by getting some money, drug problems, drug problems. Yeah. By getting a little extra money, I think we can devote uh, more time and energy into like, you know, making the show better. Yeah. Yes. Um, so anyway, that that's the Yush. the motivation behind starting the Patreon. It's not like we're begging you for money. It's like you're going to get more out of this show by helping donate and supporting it. And a lot, mm. that's the one thing about uh, about the show we've been doing for like ten years. And we have some fucking devoted fans. Right. You know, people have been listening for a long time. Uh, a lot of guys, um, I get a lot of emails every week saying like, this is the one constant in their lives. You know, we've been doing it every fucking week, you know, for mm-hmm. uh, 10, oh God, almost 11 years now. Long time. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if you've received uh, even like, uh, you know, one iota of, of, of mirth or enjoyment from, you know, <laughs> uh, my continuing pain of existence or our you know our quips show us a little fucking love you know yeah yeah and we'll we'll be happy for bigger it. the bills you know? the bigger the thrills yeah um but anyway we're we're not just asking for your money you're not going to get anything returned we actually do have a kind of a cool mm. reward structure 
And so I think, uh, do you have the page open? I do. Uh, if you look at the lowest reward, I think, mm. what do we call that one? Cherished Rotundos. Cherished Rotundos. Mm-hmm. If you're a Cherished Rotundo, I think it's like two bucks a month, and mm. it's just you just can be uh, self-satisfied that you're supporting the show. Mm-hmm. You know, you can pat yourself on the back because you're kicking a couple dollars mm. to me and uh, Big H over here. Yeah. Uh, but then the next tier, which is, uh, which one is that one? Felcher's Corner. Felcher's Corner. I yeah. think a lot of our listeners... Mm. <laughs> reside in Felcher's Corner. Yes. Um, five bucks a month, and uh, which isn't that much if you think about it. It's like yeah. half the price of Netflix. So five bucks a month, mm-hmm. and uh, you actually get complete uh, access to uh, the Sick Around Patreon feed. Yeah. And what we're planning to do with that is we're going to have outtakes on there. Yeah. Um, Harrison has videos that we're not going to post to YouTube. I have, uh, I got to go through all the, um, the extra audio that I've recorded over the years. Um, I forget, what else were we offering? Uh, you get your name removed from my suicide note. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, good that's, that's a good thing. Uh-huh. I'd hate to have to be blamed right. uh, for Harrison's <laughs> yeah. demise. But it stays on the manifesto. I'm sorry. But yeah. So we're going to have a lot of exclusive content to mm. the Patreon feed. Yeah. Um, and that's accessible at the $5 yeah. tier. And then we the next tier up is the $10 tier, which is... That's a lot. That's I mean, that's like a hefty. That's a hefty money. price, you know. So we're trying to give cool shit out for people that are going to go uh, yeah. to that level, uh, ten bucks a month. So what are we offering with that? It's well, like, you get everything, all the other shit, you know, the, the premium Patreon content and, that, and all yeah. the nonsense. Um, but you get digital versions of our our, our various books. Ooh, you know, these books, book, my graphic yeah. novels, uh, never seen before photos from your little photo shoots oh yeah the photo so the photo shoot i did with wackerly we Mm. released three photos Mm. from that i have like 20 photos that haven't come out so we're gonna i can send uh you know access to that a lot of wank fuel there a lot of wank fuel uh sick and wrong archive episodes Uh, the archive that's another thing we'll uh send you um Mm. Links to something you can download the archived episodes. Mm. You get fucking stickers. You get a Quato t-shirt. I want to do... That's the one thing I'm yeah. looking... Uh, we're planning on making mm. a Quato tee that's going to be an exclusive to the Patreon. Yeah. So uh, once we print that up, anyone at the $10 tier mm. will get that. And then uh, finally, the last tier... What is the $10 tier called? What is that oh, one called? Oh, that's the Sex Dungeon Cannibal Cops. Sex Dungeon Cannibal Cops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last tier, which I would be surprised if anybody even hits this tier, um, you'd have to be a, a dedicated, wealthy fan to go there. But it's yeah. 20 bucks a month, which I think is a lot of money. It's a lot. And it's, it, you know, it's really like, I'm rich and I'm kooky about this show kind of shit. That's, you know, that's exactly what that that's level what this is. is. Yeah. Um, I the mean, Bath Salts much, Bestiality Brigade. Oh, that's what it's called. Bath yeah. Salts Bestiality Brigade. Yeah. At this level, you're mm. pretty much getting a hand job from Harrison. I'll suck your you dick. Know? <laughs> I don't give a shit. So you yeah. get everything mm-hmm. from the previous tiers. Yeah. But also a personal interview on the show. Yeah. So we will call you up personally. Right. And uh, chat with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what else. I will. Uh, and if you want, I'll break up with your significant other for you. Oh, yeah, that's so, nice. That's, that's a, a good thing. You can break yeah. off relationships. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then you get also like recordings of our previous radio shows. Yeah, Harrison, um, actually, I think you have a lot. Yeah. Of, you have a lot of content. Print you did copies. A psych rock show. I did, yeah. So print copies of our fucking books. Signed. Signed. Print copies. You know, and an extra special gift. 
which I'm not going to even say what that yeah, is. Well, we can't even say it. Can't even say it. <laughs> Because I don't even know what that is yet, but it's extra special. Oh, it's gift. extra special. And that's only for people at the $20 tier. Yeah. And, and don't don't get your hook. Yeah. Don't, don't think you're going to sign up for that $20 tier and immediately get all the rewards. you got to be signed up for like six months mm. at least before we actually send you all that shit. And look, I know some of you were probably thinking like, hey, I'm not going to these fucking assholes money, you know? And that's fair. You, but... Yeah. The reason, one of the reasons we did this, there were all these other fucking comedy podcasts that are getting like fucking like $10,000 a fucking month. It's crazy. You know? it's like, and we're like, why not Meshuggana. us? You know, I don't know why I continue to ask why not me in this life because usually they, there's several <laughs> answers that I'm told afterwards. It's depressing, yeah. Yeah, but fucking why, you know? Why, why do we have to get shit on by break up the, the world? Break us off a piece. No. You know? Like, no, but for it, the love of God. You know, that, that's the one thing. It's like Sick and Wrong is a fucking independent podcast. We it's have the no saddest famous, telethon ever. Yeah, we have no... Well, we're being actually... You know, we're being literal here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, we don't have famous friends. Mm. Harrison's not a fucking mm. famous actor, comedian. No, no. But you see podcasts like Last Podcast on the Left. Yeah. Those guys are making like 20 grand a month or yeah. something like that. It's mm. fucking ridiculous. Mm. So anyway... I feel like at this point, at this stage of Sick and Wrong, you know, we've been doing it for 10 years. We can make this show that much better if people yeah. fucking kick this a little bit of cash. Yeah. So we launched this Patreon. We're going to be promoting it every week. I'm going to be promoting it on social media too, so you're going to be probably getting sick of it. But uh, yeah, we, um, we encourage you guys to uh, donate some money, and uh, if we hit our goal, we're going to make the show a lot better. Big ideas. Big ideas. Big ideas. So uh, thank you for your support, love, and understanding. We do appreciate it. Anyway, uh, this episode 599 here is Sick and Wrong. Um, we have news stories coming up next and, uh, and uh, phone calls after that. So before we get to our first story, though, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no! When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DIDDLE for the offer code upon checkout. And that's D-I-D-D-L-E, DIDDLE, at AdamandEve.com. So the first story we got here came in from Ben. He says, hey, Dean Harrison, just another shit story from Down Under. Love the show. I'll be going to L.A., Vegas, and Hawaii in the next three weeks for my 50th birthday. Can't wait. I'll keep an eye out for you. Hmm. That's some nice spots. Okay. L.A., Vegas, that and Hawaii. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least he's going to be going when it's not like, I wonder how hot it is in Vegas right now. It's got to be like 118 degrees. It's got to be insane. Fuck that. Mm. that. That's the worst heat I've ever experienced. It's worse than human. Like I, human I've heat. actually tried, you know, I tried to switch to a Saudi Arabian schedule. Where like, you know, people don't even leave the house until like 8 p.m. kind of thing. Forcing all your women to wear like ninja outfits. Yep, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) And, uh, but my cat just won't allow that shit. She does not. not You know, if I could, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't leave my house before uh, sunset. Right. And I don't even like going outside in the sun. Especially like now. Like I had to walk two blocks to the liquor store. I thought I was going to fucking die. Yeah. It's It's awful. 
Um, so Ben sends his story in, and this is a damn good uh, shit story. But then I noticed two other links had two other shit stories also happening in Australia. Mm. So this is a medley. I'm going to do a quick medley here of three Australian shit stories. Well, you're like Diana Ross. Yeah, this is like a okay. quick medley here. Mm. Um, so the first one is, you can't do that outside a kindy. I love how they, that's the Australian term for kindergarten. A kindy. A kindy. You can't do that outside a kindy. What's the name for like a biker gang? It's like, a biker. A bikey. A bikey, yeah, yeah. a bike. <laughs> a bunch of bikeys over yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, a medical emergency leads to poo outrage at Southern Suburbs Primary School. Uh, children and parents arriving at a primary school in Adelaide South last week were uh, shocked after a man pulled down his pants and defecated in front of them on school grounds. Didn't uh, uh, Jethro Tull already cover this in Aqualung? <laughs> I think that's what the song's about. Okay, yeah. Uh, emergency shitting hmm. in front of children. <laughs> uh, this happened at 8.30 in the morning right outside the school's kindergarten. A concerned parent uh, tried to gather the children close to her to stop them from watching, but she said they had already seen it, with one calling hmm. out, He's having a shit. Mm. <laughs> I love how like an yeah. elementary school kid in Australia is already using the word shit. Yeah. They must learn that at like what? I bet you they learn the word shit, cunt, and fosters at the age of what, two? Like right when they start probably when they're able to develop speech. Yeah, they got, you know, fucking fosters in their juice thermoses over there. She says kids. The teacher says, I'm in shock, disgusted, and worried. Uh, she wrote that once the man had defecated, he moved over to a flower bush and was con <laughs> continuing to clean off the feces from mm. his calves and his shoes. Oh, man. Come yeah. on. <laughs> well, police, a police what spokesman the? said the incident was due to a severe medical episode. So oh. uh, they actually didn't uh, report the man to, mm. uh, to the authorities here. So no okay. charges have been filed with All this. Right. I mean, I guess when you're in that type of situation... I would at least try to hide in the bushes yes. and shit. I wouldn't do it in front of, like, you know, with an eyesight of, like, 13 elementary school kids. Nah, you try to avoid that. Yeah, but now mm -hmm. it's like these kids are traumatized. Mm -hmm. um, the second one, this is a, another uh, damn fine story mm -hmm. here. Uh, this happened in Melbourne. Woman caught on video defecating on a Melbourne bus. Mm -hmm. And there's actual audio. We have audio of this one. So a woman has been caught defecating on a Melbourne bus to the disgust of fellow passengers. Uh, the whole incident was recorded on a mobile phone by a passenger. I definitely would have been taping this. Sure. For sure. Yeah. People can be heard yelling, no, 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 as the groaning woman commits the incident act in the middle of the bus. She just pulled her pants down and just relieved herself on a seat. Not even on the floor, on the seat. Hmm. Uh, the woman was wearing a gray beanie and a black hoodie and purple pants. Uh, just kept mumbling that uh, she had she couldn't help it, had to do it, and so a bunch of passengers accost her. Like one lady says, "I'm going to have to go home and explain to my child why she can't use the toilet and a grown why she has to use the toilet and a grown woman can't." And the woman, mm. uh, the the shitter, looks back at her and goes, "I don't care about your child. Mm. <laughs> I guess if I just shit myself, or yeah. not even shit myself, shit on a bus, right? I wouldn't give a fuck about someone's child either. Yeah, you're not responsible for the education of random children. Yeah, at you that shouldn't point, be. who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but it, but it's great though in the audio. I love how these uh, just shocked Australians are like, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play a little bit of it. Oh, my 
Forcing out a poo. Oof. Skip ahead a little bit here. Yeah, doesn't a woman get to the point where the woman gets mad and tries to get her to clean it? But she called her a dirty bitch. Yeah. And she's giving her claw, saying wipe it. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Wipe it. Wipe it. <laughs> what did she use to wipe? I don't know. I don't even know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like I, maybe wipe it off the floor of the bus. Yeah, but how did she wipe herself? I don't. I would be very surprised if she did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. The final yeah. poo story from Australia here, uh, Aussie poo story medley. Uh, the poo bomber. This woman's nicknamed the Pooh Bomber, which is a damn fine nickname. Mm -hmm. uh, she shoplifts and defecates in the store before leaving. The Pooh Bomber. The Pooh Bomber sounds like she could be uh, one of the villains from The Tick. Yeah. Have you seen The New Tick? I have seen it, it's, yes. It's pretty cool. I like yeah. it. Uh, but the Pooh Bomber could be one of the villains. Um, a 42-year-old woman is a self-proclaimed kleptomaniac who also likes to leave a little something behind. Unfortunately, not payment, but a different type of deposit hmm. before running away. It's a little newspaper humor there. Uh, the Sunday Telegraph has agreed not to name the woman because she suffers from a range of mental health conditions. I bet you in the U.S. they would have named her. They would her. name her in they a would. fucking heartbeat. <laughs> Probably put her address, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, experts believe the woman experiences such a rush of adrenaline from shoplifting that she just loses control of her bowels. Wow. Yeah. Like, so it's not like the taking a shit in the, you know, as a calling card. Like, no. Nah. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. All right. The poo bomber was here. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, it's, it's, she gets so, she's so happy she could just shit. Literally. It's um, quite intoxicating. Yeah. So we're, uh, you ever do that? Do you ever do like when you're, when you're buying groceries and you're like, you know what? I'm buying like a hundred dollars worth of groceries. I'm just going to like steal two of these things. You know, I, I've never been uh, mm. much of a klepto. Okay. I do find it hilarious when other people do, though. Yeah. Some people can do it. I, I just, I don't know why. I, mm. I don't, and that's the thing. I have a decent poker face. Mm. I just can't, I just, I can't do it. I've, yeah. I've never been able to uh, be a decent klepto. I think I blame my mother for this. Ah. Because I remember when I was a kid, I'll never forget this. Mm. I was like, I think probably about five mm. Maybe it was before we moved to South Africa, but I was like five years old and I stole a Matchbox car. It was the Joker's car. Oh, yeah. Remember that Joey's purple? Yeah, I do remember that It's like that a convertible. Car. Yeah. But I stole the Joker's car from the Piggly Wiggly. Hmm. And uh, we, we get back home and I was playing with him. Mom was like, where'd you get that? And yeah. I was like, uh, from the store. Yeah. And she's like, who gave it to you? She, yeah. I was like, no one. I took it. She made me go back to the Piggly Wiggly, yeah. got the manager to come out. And I had to like give him the thing back and say like I'm sorry for stealing yeah. your from stealing yeah. and that stealing's wrong. Yeah. And so I was like freaked out about yeah, it. I mean it was sure. kind of a traumatic event. Ever since then I've never stolen anything. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I stopped after rehab. I stopped doing that because I would just do that if I'm like oh, I'm buying a bunch of stuff, so I'm going to steal two things. Well, isn't that Save. the way? Isn't it the technique though? Is you you take a couple of things, put them in your pocket, and then go buy some stuff and leave? Yeah, I mean it's great technique. Yeah. I think that's the way it's done. It's a good way to do it, yeah. But what would you steal? Like, literally just like $6 worth of things. Like you a know? candy bar? Or well, yeah, a, the, like a, yeah, something like a that. A notepad, something It would be small. stuff I'd already have in my, in my cart. 
And I'll be like, you know what? These I'm just going to put in my... Oh, wait. Okay, so you've been shopping. You have a yeah. bunch of stuff in your cart, and you just take a couple things out that yeah. you just don't feel like paying for. Yeah. Why? Do you think the store owes you? No. I just... It's just kind of fun, you know? So it's just, just you get a little bit of it. Yeah. And then you get a little bit of thrill from doing it. And then you get a little bit of a Jewish thrill from like, I saved $7. Hey, you know, kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. But don't you get the Jewish guilt? No. Your mom should have taken you back to Piggly Yeah, yeah, Wiggly. probably. I mean, I, I used to, when I was younger, I used to steal a lot, you know. And when I was on heroin, God help me, you know. Well, that, I that's when I've ton. seen people steal. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, when people, uh, I remember uh, my friend Kessler, his friends, God, I've never seen people steal like that. Yeah. Like they would just go in with like just a coat and just kind of grab mm, like a mm. bottle of liquor and stick it in their jacket. Yeah. You know, while one of them is talking about getting cigarettes, and the guy's yeah. back's turned, he's getting cigarettes. Just take a whole bottle of Jameson and stick it in his jacket. That's why they had to lock up the fucking liquor now at, at the Ralph's. I, on I just couldn't believe how brazen yeah. they were. And I remember being like, God, you know, I, my mother would not have liked that at all. Yeah. I was never that brazen about it. I was always like, there's got to be no chance of me getting caught in this scenario, you know? But I, yeah, I used to steal a lot. And then when I went to rehab, they kind of taught me like, well, if you actively try not to be a scumbag, it'll rub off on you and therefore rub off on other that. aspects of your life. So I'm like, and all right, you know, I've always admired stop doing that. I've always admired that trait. People who are good at, uh, at stealing things like Holly Stevens. Mm. I remember she could just go into like Macy's. She's like, I need some lipsticks. So we went to Macy's just grabbing, talking to me nonchalant, just yeah. like sticking in her pocket. And mm. I was like, you're stealing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, she just didn't, she was like, what? What's the big deal? Like, yeah. I can't believe you probably stole like fucking $120 worth of fucking shit. Yeah. Didn't even care. And it is one of those weird things where it's like, like I remember when I, when I was on heroin, I would, um, I'd put on like a button down shirt and then like a sweater over the shirt, you know? With the button-down shirt at the top of it. Oh, well, you'd steal the, sh- the shirt? No, I, I just that's what I wear when I chop with. And so where would you put your would you put the items in the I sweater? I just look like I'm already a white man, and I put on this outfit where I just look really nerdy and preppy. <laughs> so it's like I, people are even less likely to suspect me of stealing. You should have dressed up as a pregnant lady. You know? like and they're looking at black people, and I, I'm the one they should be looking at. I'm the one stealing everything, you know? You should have uh, put on like a big pregnant lady yeah. outfit, like in that. James like an Ernest uh, goes to jail, <laughs> and he's got the ball, you know the ball and chain is his pregnant baby, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, all the people I know that uh, that <laughs> shoplifted, and I was impressed by their shoplifting yeah. skills. Never once lost control of their bowels. So I don't know what's going on with this lady. She's okay. mental. She's yeah, that, that's pretty wild. So her victims included the best and less Mitagong, which apparently is a store. Even their fucking store names are fucked up in Australia. Mm. What the fuck is a mitagong? M-I-T-T-A-G-O-N-G. I feel like that's an Indonesian word. You think so? Yeah. Best and less mitagong. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, she stole $173 worth of clothes from the mitagong. Uh, please say that uh, the woman stood still with her legs partially apart between a row of display stands. The accused then looked around before shaking her buttocks and flicking part of her dress near the buttock region. At, at that time, the defecation was on the floor, and then she just walked away. Hmm. So she's got like this whole little kind of motion that she does, you yeah. know? It's a little routine. Wow. Um, the woman then took possession of a tea towel, 
and used it to wipe her buttocks <laughs> before throwing it under a display stand. Aw, <laughs> come on, lady. She just soiled the tea towel. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> she took a tea towel. Yeah. Uh, another victim included shop pharmacy. Another victim uh, included the shop pharmacy in Campbelltown Mall, where police documents said the woman went into a squatting position hmm. and caused a dysfunction in aisle three. Oh yeah, forcing the shop to close for an hour until it was cleaned up. Hmm. So dysfunction in aisle three. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, the woman uh, has been put on a 15-month good behavior bond after pleading guilty to four incidents where the charges included multiple counts of larceny. Uh, to destroy and damage property. Um, she's also under investigation over an alleged break-in uh, at a display home on the Central Coast. One police source said there's a theory that the woman had changed her methods and broke into the home because she could steal goods and then have access to a functioning toilet. Hmm. He's like, we'll never know if she used the facilities because you can't unflush a toilet. Wow. Yeah. Australia's Great minds over there in Australia. Aussie's finest on yeah, this case. Yeah. <laughs> right. I wonder what the Australian version of Sherlock Holmes would be. <laughs> Paul Hogan. He should have been an Australian <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Just like Crocodile a fucking a, a mangy wallaby or something, you know, with a hat. Anyway, uh, <laughs> watch out for the poo bomber. Okay, uh -huh. people? What do you have here for the next story? Well, I got Florida mother charged in suspected revenge killing over six-year-old daughter's rape. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Fucking comedy gold here you're giving me, D, with these stories, I tell you. So it's, it's definitely a weird story, and it's a crazy story. I'll, it's I'll, get, I'll tell you that. It's terrible. Uh, a quiet, densely wooded area off Goodlett Frank Road, bordering the Gordon River in Naples, might have become the scene of a revenge killing last summer. It was there that Xavier Sierra, which is a good name. I think it's Javier. Is it you think? Is it? I, I thought it was like Professor it. Xavier. Or is it, do you say Javier? Well, I don't know. But I guess it's it Xavier, yeah. But yeah. I, think it's, I think it's pronounced Javier. Because right. that guy looked Mexican. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna just keep saying Xavier. Xavier, okay. yeah, Xavier. Sounds he sounds more collegiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there that Xavier Sierra, 18, was lured, confronted, and shot by Connie Serbu on July 7, 2016, in a plot to avenge her daughter's rape, according to a criminal complaint filed with the Collier County Clerk of Courts this week. Hmm. The Collier County Clerk of Courts. It's a hard, that's a hard yeah. uh, series of words to say. That is, yeah. Man, yeah. Tongue twister. Hello, I'm the Count of the Collier County <laughs> Clerk of Courts. Uh, okay. Serbu's brother, John Vargas, 29, was also killed in the shooting. Hmm. Yeah. The criminal court, yeah, the criminal complaint details the day the Naples Police Department responded to the 700 block of Goodall at Frank Road to reports of shots fired. At the end of a dirt road near the wooded area, officers found a blue door Hyundai and met Serbu, who appeared panicked and said two men she knew had been shot. Officers took her to the police station to calm her and get more information. So did she call the police? Um, it or seems... did someone just hear... No, somebody heard shots fired. And oh, okay, the, and police the police found... Yeah. And she was just there. She was there oh, with the a, car. A very effective... Uh criminal mastermind well here. you'll see what what you know what oh, went okay. wrong here there's there's a lot of missteps here right uh serbu told investigators it's all my fault 
and said she didn't want her brother to get in trouble, the complaint states. She asked police to book her and said, so I don't care. He raped my daughter. She told me everything that happened, according to the complaint. So she wasn't really trying to plan a crime that she just, well. She didn't really give a shit. She just wanted to get revenge. I think ideally she wanted to get away, but she just wanted revenge. Because hmm. um, if you, you know, I'm going to, well, you'll hear it. Um, during the investigation, detectives found that Serbu sent Sierra a text message on July 7th to ask for his help building a bunk bed at her house in exchange for money, the complaint states. Okay, so she called Xavier. Yeah, yeah. And she, so she must have known the guy. She knew the guy, yeah. You know, it's like usually, a family friend. Yeah, usually that's uh, they are the the first suspects. They are the in, first uh, molestation yeah. or rape cases. So if you're a, if you have a family, don't have friends. Don't ever. That's a don't, good. If you well, if you're yeah. a family and you have small children, right? Don't hang out with people, right? You know, even relatives. Yeah. And it's yeah, and especially because if people are hanging, if you if you have small children. And people want to hang out with you, be suspicious of them. Because normally yeah. people don't want to hang out with you if you have small children. It's a Uncle, nightmare. Uncle Gary? Yeah. Don't invite him. Don't let, let Uncle no. Gary <laughs> hang out with your kids. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> also, if somebody asks you to help build, like, Ikea furniture, be suspicious. Because they're probably luring you to your death. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would never trust that. Not it, to mention, it I wouldn't want to do it. It's a pain in the fucking it's ass. It's a pain in the ass, but you don't need help, you know? You really don't I hate need their help. fucking instructions too. Yeah, the little guy, the yeah. little guy with the, the little nose. ziggy fucking guy. Yeah, and it's Fuck like, and shit. instead of being in fucking English, mm. it has to be whatever. I. It's like not even. There's no words. Yeah, it's just bork, it's like bork, bork, yeah. bork, bork, bork. Uh, it, you know, uh, it drives yeah. me insane. <laughs> That's what Fuck Swedish sounds like to me. <laughs> bork, 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 bork. I always thought it's like hurdy, 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 and like <laughs> salt and pepper flying around. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So, Connie Serbo said she, um, she planned on confronting Xavier Sierra regarding the molestation of her daughter when she asked him to install the beds. Serbo's daughter told her over Memorial Day weekend that Sierra sexually assaulted her on two occasions several years ago. Wow. So, th how old is Xavier? Uh, 18 years so old. So, he's 18 and he molested, he sexually assaulted a six-year-old. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a sick fuck. That is a sick fuck. See, the thing is with something like that, though... If he did, if she did call the authorities, I guess he'd be tried as an adult. Because uh, I can see if if he was like fourteen or fifteen hmm. and he did that, he probably would just get like a couple months in juvie. I don't know. This is America, and it's like generally you get. Well, I guess if you kill somebody, you're always tried as an yeah, adult. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, okay, this, fair it's enough, like yeah. a six-year-old said mm, that. Yeah. It'd probably be a, like a prolonged trial. Mm. And he probably, being a first offense, he's a young kid. Might get off. So I can kind of understand where on Connie's coming from on this Oh, one. I could definitely understand where she's coming from. However, we you know? do have laws in this country. Right, we do have yeah. laws. But I mean, if, if you're well, if, I mean, if she's willing to fucking accept the consequence, she's like, I did it. I did it, and I don't give a shit. You know? She should just hire the poop bomber. God bless bomber. her. She should hire the poop <laughs> bomber. <laughs> Take care of that. Yeah, shit all over that guy's house. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, after learning about the alleged assault, Serbu repeatedly talked to friends and other witnesses about wanting to kill Sierra. So she was just going all over town saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill him. Okay, now that's not intelligent. No. That never no. works. So she's talking yeah. to her friends. They're just, she's mm. like, you know what? I'm going to have to kill him. Mm. What do her friends say? Like, nah, you should probably go to the police. Yeah. Well, her daughter said, uh, don't hurt Sierra. Mm. Yeah, her daughter said not to hurt him. And a friend of Serbu's tried to persuade her to go to the police instead. 
But she's like, nah, I got to kill him. Yeah. Take matters into her own hands. Which I could kind of understand because like, even if you get mugged going to the police and filing a report, that's a pain in the ass. I can't even imagine what it's like if you get raped or child, you know what I mean? Like that's well, pretty... I can understand the first instinct. Your yeah. child's been raped. Mm. I definitely want to do You know, the thing is, remember in the Texas a couple of years ago, some guy, some dad like found this dude that he had hired or mm. it might have been a family friend rape. He found him in the act of raping his like seven-year-old daughter. Yeah. And he beat the fuck out. Beat him to death. He beat right. the man to death. Right. He was exonerated. Sure. Because of the scene. So I'm thinking if she had found him and mm. shot the guy or killed the guy while he was raping the daughter, she'd have been fine. But the fact that she's been, this is premeditated. Premeditation she's been makes planning it, makes, it out makes and t- telling difference. her friends about it. Yeah. Now you're going to go. Now yeah. she's probably going to get the electric chair. Yeah. Well, she, there's no way she's getting the electric chair. Uh, maybe not. Are you yeah, see yeah, a yeah, jury's yeah. going to... No, I, she won't get that. Yeah. But she'll probably get like life in yeah. prison. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. Did they so, even do the chair in Florida? Yes, they do. I they believe. still do the chair. I'm, I imagine it might be the gas chamber, the needle, or whatever. I love the chair. Yeah. They yeah. should just do chair. Only. That always annoys me about Law and Order when they're like, when they're like, if you plead to this now, we'll avoid getting the needle. Meanwhile, the fucking death penalty has been illegal in New York since the fucking eighties. Law and Order. You oh, know yeah. what, what they do? What the fuck is your problem? They should bring the chair back. The chair, yeah, the chair. Okay. I, just, I love yeah, the chair. Yeah, but then it can make electric. It can give you electric uh, superpowers. Oh yeah, like you Wes know? Craven's shocker. And and Ernest goes to jail uh, again. But did he get superpowers? From he him? did. What could they he tried do? to kill him? He could fuck. He could, he had magnetic powers. He could shock Wait, you. Like Magneto. Like, t- the electric chair turned Ernest into Magneto. Yeah, but he also had electric city powers. He was like, um, you know, the shocker or fucking Electro in Spider-Man, you know? Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, he'd be like, you know, he was like, yeah. How many Ernest movies have you seen? At least four. In the theater? Yeah. <laughs> were you like, when you were, you must have been a kid then, right? Oh, yeah, I loved Ernest. Were you, did you find it funny? Oh, yeah. Oh my god! I didn't understand. Like, why is he talking to the camera and saying Vern? He's talking to somebody named Vern, who's I don't know. I think it was like a never understood that. Well, I think Vern was one of his personalities, right? I don't know. I Vern I'm, wasn't a real person. I think I it was know. like a a voice in his head. I've never found out. Fucking mental, Jim okay. Varney. <laughs> he was, yeah. Heard so, he's scared stupid. Yeah. Is that your favorite one? Um, no, Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes to jail. But Ernest scared stupid is pretty great too because of those weird trolls, you know, that turn <laughs> oh, yeah. you into uh, stone or whatever. How come they never did it? And Ernest? then what was it that kills them? It was like milk or something kills them. It was something really stupid. How come they never did an Ernest porn parody? That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah. It's never too late. Mm hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, Serbu uh, told her husband in May that he would have to prepare himself to take care of the, their kids on his own because she was going to do something. And he didn't try to talk her out of it? No. God. He was like, all right, you know what? I, I Maybe I should get back out there in the <laughs> dating scene anyway. <laughs> Download Tinder. Yeah. Heard so much about it. Uh, so uh, Serbu originally planned to ask a friend to install the bunk beds, but changed her mind. When her daughter told her she had been assaulted, ooh, yeah, yep. so she had a, she had big plans for this bunk bed installation. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, Quint uh, states that getting the team to do the job provided Serbu the perfect ruse to get Sierra alone. I don't know if it's the perfect ruse. It's a ruse. 
mean, could you have done? Yeah, there's Definitely like several other scenarios. Yeah. I imagine with that kid probably you could taken. you could drive up to the kid while he's at the bus stop or something and be like, you know, get in the car. I don't have time to explain. So he gets in the car. Up to the guy, and been yeah. like, hey, you want to smoke a joint? And he yeah. would have gotten in the car. Actually, that's good. Yeah. That's better. See, you're better. That's good. That's a better perfect ruse. Um, yeah, yeah. So Sergio and, and her bro- had her brother accompany her to pick up the teen and confront him. Uh, Vargas of New York, her brother, had spent a few weeks visiting Serbu and stay- was staying at her house before he died. So Vargas, her brother, was intellectually disabled because he had a mind like a child. Well, so her brother's a rotundo. He's a rotundo. So, okay, this is the other part yeah. of the plan that I just don't, I think is, I think this is a major misstep. Yeah. You don't want to recruit a rotundo as your accomplice to murder. For many reasons. For many reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rotundos just aren't reliable when you're trying to murder someone. And it's, it, it also the, the ethics of that is, is pretty shaky, you know? Yeah, I th- the ethics yeah. right there. I mean, yeah. it's a moral quandary. You're, yeah. you're asking this you know, developmentally disabled person. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want you to help me shoot somebody. They they can't you know decide what it, what is right, what is wrong. Especially in the southern half of America, because the southern half of America, they just love fucking executing rotundos oh, all the yeah, dog, all, all, all the time. Day. They all love fucking it. day. They, I don't even think it. they really debate. They're like, yeah, hey, yeah. is a rotundo. Yeah, <laughs> let's put them on the chair, frying rotundos. Yeah, God. So yeah, they love that. Uh, she persuaded him to help uh, help her. And it probably wasn't that hard to persuade him either. No. Here's a pack of Lunchables. Let's yeah. go kill this guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably it. <laughs> Here's some Gogurt. <laughs> Here's some Gogurt. Let's go kill this dude. Oh, here's some Goger and a, a, a matchbox. <laughs> and a and the Joker's matchbox <laughs> the jo- car. <laughs> so investigators said Vargas and Serbu left her house with two guns registered to Serbu, two stun guns, a potato to use as a silencer, an ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> and a kazoo. Uh, wait, t- Tom Selleck and, and, and an Empire Strikes Back fucking uh, sleeping bag. And you know? a speculus. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, they yeah. had a potato? Yeah. For I, a silencer. I, yeah. Where did she learn that? Like from the A-team? I, uh, probably. <laughs> Who the fuck yeah. does that? I've never seen that before, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know. Yeah. So it seems like it might work, but it seems like... It, you, you might miss if you do that, I feel like. So wait, she had the, the silencer. Mm. She had how many guns? Uh, two guns, two stun guns, an ice pick, plastic gloves, bags, and paper towels. Before Whoa, fixing she's prepared. Yeah. 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 Prepared she, there. Yeah. That was quite, quite, one, quite a big trip to the state, Safeway there, you know? Hmm. Uh, Sierra had a job interview at a spay and neuter clinic in Golden Gate the day he was killed. After leaving the interview, he waited for Sarah to pick him up at, uh, and take her to uh, take him to her house to install the bunk beds. According to the complaint, Vargas asked Sierra about the assault while Serbu drove them out to the wooded area. Wait, so the rotundo yeah. asked him about the assault? Yeah. Well, and he, that, that's once you're being driven well. out to a wooded area, you know things aren't going well. Yeah, they should have planned yeah. this out a little bit better. Maybe yeah. like mm-hmm. taking him to the wooded mm-hmm. area first. And then brought it up? Well, when they arrived, Sierra got out of the car, tried to run away, but they chased him. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sierra wrestled with Vargas for one of the guns, but f- 
that ain't gonna work, man. Are you kidding me? Forget it. Rotundo strength. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sierra ultimately was shot with both guns a total of six times. Whoa, they yeah. like reservoir dog. Them. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Vargas was shot once in the abdomen. Oh my! So the Rotundo got shot too. Oh yeah. By who? Himself or? Um, it doesn't say who shot Vargas, hmm. but he was shot first. So most likely, okay. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. Most likely, he was shot in the str- in the in the struggle when Sierra was trying to grab oh, the gun. Grab from the him. gun. Yeah. yeah. Let's. I mean, let's. For God's sake, let's hope that's what happened. Mm. You know, rather than just like you know, she shot him six times. Yeah, and... or he shot himself in the stomach by yeah. accident. You know, it could have happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen non-rotundos do that on YouTube. Well, he could have also been like, "I'm going to try to eat this potato." He's right. a rotundo. <laughs> Things like that happen. Next thing you know. Yeah. Uh, so both guns were found at the scene. Uh, gunshot residue tested positive, and uh, yeah. So there you go. So now uh, she's arrested. She's arrested. And, she's uh, charged. Charged. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it sounds like uh, this is a pretty easy case. I mean, she's confessed. All right. It's a pretty easy case. It's just a matter of you know, it is something that that can gain jury sympathy. I feel like. Um, but sometimes juries are instructed to obey the letter of the law regarding, uh, wonder, regardless of such things. Yeah, but do you think it's like, what, second degree? But it's premeditated, so it has to be first degree. Uh, yeah, it, it, it'd probably be like they, they could try for first degree, but it might get knocked down because of extenuating circumstances. She should get Zimmerman's lawyer. He could knock it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is Florida, if anywhere, you know. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think if uh, she hadn't waited so long mm. and made a whole plan and told all her friends, if she did it like the next day, she probably would have gotten less time. Yeah, yeah. There you go. When uh, uh when you're when one of your children is raped by a relative or a family friend, mm. take out the ju- do meet out justice the next day. The at next least. day. Don't wait so long. Don't tell people. Don't about recruit it. a rotundo. Don't recruit a rotundo. Don't involve IKEA IKEA assemblies <laughs> as part of the ruse. Yeah, okay? that's not going to work. Yeah. Anyway, last story we got here. This is a very international uh, news news bit here. So we did one story that was from Australia, one story from Florida, and now one story from South Africa. We're regular fucking BBC World News over here. World Jesus. News Report. Yeah. Uh, this was shared on Facebook from Adam. Shock and fear amid South African cannibalism case. Fear mm. has gripped the village of Shyamoya in South Africa's KwaZulu-Natal province mm. after the discovery of a decapitated body. I thought you were going to say Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have cannibalized Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone really cares. It's like, no. eh, that's all right. <laughs> don't want him anyway. What do you taste like? Shit. Mm-mm. Um... You know, I used to speak Zulu when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, you mm. were you were mm. like uh, we had a maid that was Zulu that was, she was kind of like our Mister Belvedere. We had it for like she was our maid for like eight or nine years, mm. and then we moved back to the country. We asked her to come, but she didn't want to leave. Uh, but she taught me how to speak Zulu. When you're a kid, you just pick it up. Yeah. So it's like I used to be a lot better, but they thought it was like she would hang out with her friends and like I, you know, like it was like five or six. I'd come out and be like Sao Bona, John, Elan, like you click and stuff like that. Sao Bona means hello. It's like Sao Bona. Mm. Sounds like Sao Boner. Sao Boner. Sao Boner. Mm. That means hello. Okay. Um, anyway, I don't think if I went there now, I'd be able to uh, get by very well with my Zulu speak. <laughs> <laughs> so the family of Zanel mm. 
I can't even say her last name. Uh, Zanel here is 25. She'd been missing since July. They believe she was a victim of a cannibalism ring that has mm-hmm. led to the arrest of five men. Her decomposing body was found after a man who claimed to be a traditional healer handed himself over to police last week and confessed that he was tired of eating human flesh. He's like, I'm over it. Just doesn't hit the spot anymore. Okay. Just not into it. Tired of it. Just I'm, I'm sick, sick, and, it. sick and tired of it. Mm. Uh, police officers had initially dismissed his statement. Mm. It is only after he produced a bloodied hand and a foot as proof that he was immediately arrested. Mm. He, he uh, was then led to his uh, rented home where police found eight human ears in a cooking pot. I love how he had to have proof. If a black guy walked into any police station here, yeah, it's yeah, like, yo, yeah. I'm sick and tired of eating human flesh. Yeah. They would, they would look into it. Yeah, probably. You know? Yeah. I think so. Probably shoot him on the spot. Um, it is believed that he fed the human remains to his customers who were told that they'd get magic properties and uh, it would convey money, power, and protection. Several other body parts are and found super, stuffed in a suitcase. Super hearing, also. When super you, hearing. When you eat, <laughs> when you eat ears. ears. <laughs> yeah. Um, Miss uh, Zanel Hayushuatso, or whatever her name is, bloodied and torn clothes were found among the human remains of the traditional healer's home. Uh, the clothes are identified by her family. Uh, the healer lived in a rented hut. Um, he is nicknamed Makon Yovu, which loosely translated means the corrupt one. In the local Zulu language. No. He's basically the Zulu, Zulu witch doctor equivalent of Dr. Nick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah. Saubona. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're like, if you can't afford a better healer, just go to the corrupt one. That's um, also what they call my psychiatrist. Yeah, the corrupt uh, maybe one. Maybe <laughs> I should be concerned. Uh, he had rented the hut from uh, Filani Magubani. It's a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> His brother was also arrested for being the traditional healer's alleged accomplice. Uh, Magubani says he was shocked to find out that his younger brother fell for the traditional healer's fairy tales. I guess he uh, had been promised wealth when he was just as poor as I am. He said that one of his tenants had been complaining about the smell of rotting meat that was coming from his next door neighbor. It's interesting that they live in like these huts. Yeah. I imagine it doesn't conceal you know, much no. odor or anything. Um, and it's, it sounds like, too, that uh, the Maconvu here, the uh, healer, didn't really give a shit. I mean, right. he just had suitcases stuffed with body parts, <laughs> you know, a fucking crock pot with eight ears in it. Right, It's yeah. like, I don't think he really tried to conceal this cannibalism fetish here. Well, also, I mean, sometimes it might be hard to conceal when you're like, what, you cook in ears, but other people are cooking pig ears. And, oh, yeah, that's and true. And chicken feet and whatever the fuck. what they're eating. You know, yeah. Um, Maconyovu only moved in the house a couple months ago. Um, Mugabani said he had no idea that he kept human remains there because he doesn't live in the same yard. They have different yards. Okay. He believes that his brother, along with three other young men, were lured by the healer to work for him as they've been struggling to find jobs. Apparently, this is a, uh, this is a job that you can get in South Africa. Uh, young men were, uh, were paid to dig graves in the middle of the night so he could make magic charms. So they're digging up graves in the middle of the night so he could make magic charms known locally as Muti. Which is, I think, kind of like voodoo. Yeah. So he's making muti. Um, <laughs> residents confessed to eating human flesh. A few people there confessed to have consulted with the healer and knowingly ate human flesh. Um, what has angered most of us here is how gullible, gullible our people have become. Um, some of his customers were livestock thieves who were told he could make them invincible, even bulletproof, so that the police could not shoot them. Hmm. So he would eat human, they would eat human body parts, pay the guy, 
and then they'd be yeah. bulletproof. You'll be strong enough to carry a yeah. cow home. So, um, South Africa's tradi- traditional healers organization, apparently there is a uh, governmental organization here, condemned the practices. Uh, Fipsil Maseko, one of the spokespeople, said that Makonyovu was a fake healer who wanted to enrich himself and butt their sacred practices into disrepute. Hmm. Ritual killings and use of human tissue are not part of traditional healing. So it angers the traditional healers. Hmm. It's interesting uh, when you, you know, I, in South Africa when I lived there, uh, we went to a doctor. Hmm. I believe it was a Jewish doctor. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess we could have gone to a healer. Yeah. Um, sorceress. A sorceress or something. Whatever. It's just interesting to live somewhere where that, where that, you know, could happen. I wonder if it, like in LA, if there are like, I'm sure like in some of the areas of East LA, you can go to a Bruja or something. Sure, yeah. Don't you think so? Yeah. You just need I, to know where to go. I, I did that in New York, I think. I went to like a Santerian priest, you know, before. Ready to cure up your chlamydia? Yeah. Did that work? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, people, send your stories. Sticker on podcast, hotmail.com. We have phone calls to get to next. Um, if you want to call the Sticker on hotline, it's 323-522-4032. And as I say every week, just keep it under fucking three minutes. It's yeah. not that hard. Yeah, guys. Anyway. Come on, for, guys. Before Come we on. get to our first call, though. Here's another word from uh, Adam and Eve. Hey guys, it's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad. Let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code DIDDLE D-I-D-D-L-E I am now a new man. Thanks. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call we got is a, a very typical UK sex story. I think a lot of our UK listeners could relate to this sex story because it's probably something they experience on a weekly basis. Okay. Now then, boys. Stu calling from Manchester. UK and long time listener I can genuinely say I've been listening since around episode 50 not 100% but I have listened to a, a, a great big slice so I'm, I'm quali- I feel myself qualified to uh... do you think this guy when he gets really drunk starts screaming Wonderwall <laughs> like singing on top of his lungs and his wife gets all pissed off to shut up I fucking hate that bloody yeah, song. Yeah. <sighs> I think so. Comment on the show. I've got a good headline. Uh, I've got a good line for you, uh, Tombstone Harrison. Baby, you're gonna <laughs> be the one that saves me. Shut up, yeah. <laughs> Harrison. He was a good bloke. Quite funny, just not wackily. And that isn't your fault. <laughs> a D. Just a little um, heads up for you. You know, streetwise, as you like to let on. And sometimes you sound like a retard. <laughs> Other than that, you're all right, I suppose, for a tattoo, dude. See, this is constructive criticism. Yeah, you know? yeah Other yeah, people should, should take note, please. I've got a quick story for you to beat the uh, 
the daft pleb who rang in with his mate's story to to speak in first person and tell you the story. Um, Is it another one of the things where he's telling someone else's story through the... I think he's prefacing by saying, yeah, this is one of my mates uh, okay. I'm going to do in first person, but it's okay. him. This happened to him. Okay. Guaranteed. Jesus Christ. Everybody's Christopher Nolan calling in with these storytelling techniques. I had a bird on one night. It's going to go down on her. Um, to get hold of her feet to pull her forward. She'd been to the toilet previously. Yeah, um, I grab her ankle, scoot her forward on the bed um, to get her to the edge of the bed so I can kneel down in front of her. As a dude, I, I see the... Can you scooch forward, love? <laughs> I'm sure this guy is an expert at cunnilingus. Yeah. And uh, the longest skid mark from the pillow end. Oh, to end. come on. And she laid a fresh, fresh skid mark. I couldn't contain myself. I began to laugh. She looked behind, saw what she'd done, and left. And I still haven't spoke to her to this day. Cheers, guys. I'm not going to say keep up the good work. Harrison, top yourself. You just not wackily. <laughs> Harrison, what yourself? Toss yourself? Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, um, I don't know what that means. I bet you. you this guy, Yeah, this guy's still with a bounder. Yeah, I think probably. I mean, if she didn't freak out about mm -hmm. the skid mark, I bet you he's still with a bounder. Yeah, of course. Wow, that's crazy that that would happen. So the girl went and used the shitter, took a shit at his house. Yeah. Didn't she wipe her ass? <sighs> I don't know, man. You know, I mean... Probably didn't. So, so, or sometimes maybe not enough. You know, some girls. Sometimes wipe, you got to do it like a lot. Some girls right. wipe back to front though, and that can cause some complications. You can't. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> does that. Get out of here. No, but uh, yeah. I bet you this guy. Yeah. A drink. He'd probably drink enough uh, mm -hmm. fucking wife beaters that he wouldn't have given a shit. Yeah. He'd been like, ah, oh, you left a skid mark. It's yeah. right next to my skid mark. Well, once we beta test the speculus, we should really have a better idea on how this stuff works. Would you have cared if that happened to you? You know what? I might have been like, hey, you know, maybe let's do this another time. Would it have killed the mood? I feel like it might have, yeah. So, I mean, would you have hung out with her again? Would you have made her leave? Would you have changed the sheets? Like, Is it my have... house? Yeah, like let's oh. say you brought a bird back to your house. Okay, okay. You're about to go down on her. You slide Depends her on if she's cool, you know? If she's cool... I, I'll, she just you know. fucking left a skid mark in your bed. How cool could she be? She could be kind of cool. You don't know. You know? <laughs> what if she Happens was just like, best that's fucking punk rock. I mean, some chicks shit are just mark. fucking drunk a lot, you know? And that kind of shit happens. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying, would yeah. you be willing to let it go and just kind of be like, all right, that's, that happens, shit happens, let's go have sex on the couch? Not that evening. <laughs> no. No, no, no. It's over for that evening, you know? <laughs> I would not. I would have been laughing, and that yeah. would have been like, that's fucking gross. Yeah. I need to go have a shot and mm. uh, probably smoke some weed. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I would not be... I probably wouldn't be laughing. I'd probably be like... <laughs> I would have been laughing I wash my shock. sheets like once a month, lady. You know what I mean? You're fucking up my whole schedule now. Yeah, but would you... If I knew I was going to get a girl home, I probably would have washed my sheets that day. Right. So no, that's been, true. I would have yeah. done that. Yeah, I right. probably would have been laughing, though, just because I'd have been so shocked. Like, mm. what the fuck? Mm. A skid mark on my sheets. That's a long skid mark, too. It is. Wow. Mm -hmm. God. All right. Well. Dear God. Typical UK sex story. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks mm. for the constructive criticism. The next one we have here is a guy called in to talk to us about the uh, the metal scene in India. Okay. 
And this goes back to Dr. Sanjay Gupta's Dr. Uh, Sanjay Gupta. Uh, screed about how he doesn't like metal. So. Uh, hi Dave and Harrison, uh, it's Adam here. Um, I actually sent you an email uh, which you read out uh, a couple of shows ago. Uh, I'm the guy who's on a 12 month uh, vacation, as you put it. Um, it's not actually a gap year like Harrison stated. Um, I just worked loads of shitty jobs, saved up a load of money, uh, and then yeah, I'm seven months into a 12 month trip at the moment. But uh, the reason why I'm calling. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. That's a good. He, this guy just works a bunch of shitty jobs. Probably works in restaurants, things like that. Save up a bunch of money and then just quit because it's a shitty job anyway. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I kind of envy that. Yeah. So I mean, because with me, it's like if I quit my job right now and then took off for a year, I'd have to explain that year long gap. That's a problem I'm having right now. Well, yeah. I mean, you now mm-hmm. you have to justify like, oh, this is yeah. what I've been doing for a whole year. Well, what I'm doing is I'm actually making a fake, I'm making a website for a fake company and being like, I tried to start a startup, but it didn't work out. Because that's a good idea. When I used to work for startups, we'd hire a lot of people who like left their job at a big company to and just start, start their own their startup own and then it didn't work out. That's a good idea. That's what I'm doing. You know, uh, I remember when I, so in San Francisco, before I worked for the strip clubs, mm-hmm. you know, I worked at like a couple of different dot coms. Mm. And then the strip club is like six years, five, five or six years. So there's a five or six year gap. <laughs> They had to somehow justify it was very difficult. It okay. was difficult to get a new job after that. Yeah. Because I, I mean, what, I can't say like, oh, I'm a gentleman's entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like a entertainer at a gentleman club. You know, it doesn't work like that. You can't even put anything like, you, you know, I work at the fucking booby bungalow. You can't put that mm. on your resume. No. So yeah, it sucks. So I imagine this guy fucking can just leave because he doesn't give a shit about those jobs. Sure. He could probably return when he gets back. Colin is, I was listening to a past episode and some guy phoned up, um, I can't remember his name, it was fucking Captain Crunch or something, he was the guy with the Jamaican, uh, Indian, Irish accent um, and he was banging on about how all metal music sounded the same. But, uh, yeah, you're talking about Indian metal, uh, I actually went to a heavy metal show in Bangalore um, a few months back with my girlfriend. Uh, and yeah, it was a bit fucking bizarre. I don't think they happen very often, so people were quite excited about it. But uh, first of all, the venue was like really, really fancy. It was like a proper um, expensive nightclub. Uh, so like the security guard had like a tuxedo on and stuff. Uh, normally when I go to metal shows, there's, there's no toilet and the sink's been smashed off the wall and you know, that kind of thing. But this was like real, real nice. Um, all the guys in there, they were either dressed like backing dancers for Sisters of Mercy, like real 80s uh, studs on and hairspray and stuff. Or they just look like uh, Indian taxi drivers with like their sandals, jeans, uh, patterned shirt and mustaches, which is like pretty much the Indian uniform. Um, absolutely zero women in there. Uh, it's just <laughs> all men, surprise. a lot yeah. of posturing. Uh, I think they think metal should be like really macho, so that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, a fight broke out while we were in there between these two guys, and they both looked like they just finished work at like that fucking non bread stand or whatever. They were dressed like really normal uh, as far as Indians dress. <laughs> For a second, I thought he meant like N O N bread oh. stand. Like, guys, this is not a bread stand. I don't know how many times I have to say this again and again and again. This is not a bread stand. 
Please go elsewhere for your bread. Thank you. I like how that's a job in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These two guys, you yeah. know, Sanjay and Gupta, they both yeah. work at the non-bread stand. Yeah, that's their yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> they got into a fight. No, garlic none today. Mm, yeah. No, onion none. And a lot of posturing, pushing and shoving. Uh, the fight sort of got broken up. So one of the guys goes into the uh, bathroom and then he comes out and he's took his shirt off, he's took his glasses off, he's soaked his hair and like swept it back. And he comes out of the bathroom and he's pushing his chin from side to side, like cracking his neck like Bruce Lee. And he just walked around the venue for the rest of the gig, like uh, like with his shoulders really wide and his chest puffed out, like trying to look really tough. Uh, yeah, it was fucking bizarre, but... Uh, yeah, I thought you might appreciate a, a little insight into the Indian metal scene. Um, there is actually one really good band from India. They're called Goat Slut. Uh, they're a death metal band. And um, Goat Slut? Goat Slut or Got Slit or God Slit? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, God Slut. I like Goat Slut. I like Goat Slut too, yeah. <laughs> goat Slut. Yeah, they're doing quite well in Europe and stuff, but I don't think it's very big over there. Not, not from what I saw. Um, but yeah, I thought you might appreciate the story. Um, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Uh, fuck John Steele. And I'm going to call back in, uh, another time, because I've gone over three minutes here, and tell you um, the story about when I shit myself on a bus a couple of weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> all right, take it easy. Oh, he could have made it the Australia shit medley stories. Yeah. <sighs> wow. You know, like for the first time ever a few weeks ago, I ate at Bob's Big Boy. Burbank. Oh, I've driven by that. And it, yeah, you know, yeah. that's like a national chain, but I feel like this was like the original Bob's Big Boy. I don't know Do why. They have the statue of the They big have a boy? statue of the motherfucker. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, the big And I was like I ate like a burger and I had like a milkshake or something without fries and I just like instantly had to shit my brain. I was like, "Oh, I was like went right through you. Dying. I was dying." God, yeah. I've been eating one of those yeah. in years. And and I was like, Jesus Christ, I should have known better not to eat at a place whose mascot is like a fucking diabetic 11-year-old boy, you know? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. God. On that note, mm. we have one more call here. It's Buttsucker99 is expressing some opinions about some people. Okay. Buttsucker99. Yeah, this guy... Uh... Didn't he call you and want to hang out with you or something? He wanted me to help. He wanted me to get him heroin. Yeah, this is after you Facebook. went through rehab. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was like asking you for heroin. Yeah. What'd you say? I said that um, I my source is really unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> which is true. You know, which is true. So, yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Once again, butt sucker ninety nine in the house. In the I'm house. calling again to say one thing. I want to say. Do you think he has a cleft palate? Fuck you, Flint Nick. Well, um, a cleft palate. I don't know. There's a little. There's there's a little it's bit a of a rotundo vibe. You know, it's a bit of a. He's like, yeah. Calling once again. Mm. But fucking ninety nine. Mm. Like he's got this like kind of a speech impediment. Yeah. I, I, he's probably just wasted. It sounds like so? he's wasted. Yeah. But that voice, though, like it's a like, lot. Hey. Of, took a lot of Xanax. I don't know something. Colin, yeah. Colin, you guys again. Mm. But fucking ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Flint nigga. Okay. I want to say fuck you, misshapen boy. Oh. Mm. And I want to say, you know what? Fuck you, Quigley. 
That's the guy who I was talking about before. Quigley. Um, y'all are fake ass news. You don't. You're not real fans. You don't even know. <laughs> know what? Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to sound like shit, nigga. Um, do drugs. Fuck hoes. Have a good time. Wait a minute, I gotta write all this down. <laughs> this, is, this is great. Learning this how to be stuff. good. Learning <laughs> how to win at life according to Butt Sucker yeah, yeah. 99. This is great stuff here. I gotta Ooh, get all thugs. this. Mm, yeah. Fuck holes. <laughs> hey, you know what? He excluded Nigga Face. He did. So is he like Nigga Face? He must. Is, he, is Nigga Face legit? Nigga Face is a pretty likable guy, I gotta say. I, I, you could, know? I could see that. Yeah. So. Be sick and wrong. And you know what? Be real. You guys are fucking fake ass hoe, nigga, bitch, fuck, baggage. Okay. So, you know what? I'm not into that. I want more attractive Paul. I want some Vietnam guy, even though he was a fake ass nigga. He was funny. That must be before my time. Yeah, that guy was great. He okay. was like, he'd call in talking about like having pina coladas at this like, or like different tiki drinks at this yeah. bar during halftime. And then would just go into like these stories about Vietnam. Hmm. And all of a sudden he just fell off face of the earth. I don't know what happened. Probably died. You know, that he generation probably, he probably did they're die. dying off. He, okay. he says there's yeah. a, I still play, you know, I'll see if I can find the clip. Cause I usually yeah. play at the beginning of the show. Hmm. Um, there's only two options. Kill or be killed. Mm. Why are you so fucking late, faggots? <laughs> that was it. Yeah, you guy's great. That sounded like you were doing an impression of some kind of hybrid between Howard Cosell and Andrew Dice Clay. I don't even know. I that's, don't even know. That's what that guy okay. kind of sounded like. He yeah. sounded kind of like Dice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a buddy of mine was telling me that he went to the comedy store on Monday, and I guess mm. they do a potluck, yeah. open mic there. Okay. And Dice showed up mm. and did a whole set. Mm. And Dice was still doing the nursery rhymes. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, who the fuck yeah. wants to listen to that? It was funny because he was doing it, and then this mm. guy, this younger guy that I work with, yeah. was like, who's that? Mm. I'm like, you don't know who Andrew Dice Clay is? Yeah. He's like, no. Yeah. He's like, well, he used to do, like, erotic nursery I was like, they're not yeah. erotic nursery rhymes. They're just, yeah. like... Adult nursery mm. rhymes are just stupid. Howard Cosell here. Hickory dickory duck. Okay. He was funny, you know. But what, what else can we ask for? We can't ask for us much more, can we? We're all part of this and together, so don't be a fucking... Just don't put in... Fucking shitty phone existential calls. existential crisis yeah. here. Fucking 99 here. I put in shitty phone calls, but I do it every once in a while. You guys are fucking losers. Uh, just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. But, because we need, we need people to put in phone calls. But, I mean, have a good, good character. For God's sake. Call in with a better phone. What are you doing? I don't, what's his noise? You know? I think it's his fucking spit mm. from his speech impediment. Yeah. Don't, you know, d don't question the content of the character. You know? You, you can't be doing that. For God's sake. This is a good character. Put in some effort, people. Yeah, you, you do such a great I don't job. I want to hear about your, your, your white 
Michigan people talking like fake nigga. Nigga face color? Okay, I can, I can, I can believe that. No. Maybe. Yeah. But you are probably someone I would just, I would hang out with you. I would do drugs with you. Dude, hang with nigga face. You gotta step it up, bro. I mean, say what you will about Quigley. He he committed to the bit, you know. He did. I mean, it yeah, was while definitely one of uh, yeah, yeah. While while I mean, yeah. I didn't believe it right. from the get go. I mean, mm. I'm I'll, I'll say that right now. Mm. I'll it was well that. done, but it was well done. Yeah, and entertaining. Uh huh. We're in sick and wrong, bro. Bro. All right, I said bro too many times. It's already over. It's already over. So. Um. Yeah, I've had enough. Is this done yet? Yeah, I think it's done. Oh, good. It's um, starting to sound a lot like when uh, on, on Howard Stern when high pitched Mike was complaining about Artie Lang fucking nodding out during the show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> high pitch Eric or high pitch Mike? High pitch Mike. Oh, I don't even know that yeah. guy. He worked on the show. He was in oh. another. He guy also had a high pitch voice. Yeah, he did. Wow, that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, that high pitch Eric guy's a grotesque looking human yeah, being. Yeah, he though. was a weird high pitch Mike was because he discovered um his his uh gay sexuality while working on the show. High pitch Eric? Yeah. Oh I didn't know. High pitch Mike. Oh high pitch Mike did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know the Buttsuck in ninety nine mm. went to my brother's bar. You told me about that. And had drinks with my brother. And my yeah. brother's like, You have some weirdo come in mm. here and they butt suck a ninety nine. Mm. It was like <laughs> and I don't know, is this dude gay? I, I'm not really sure, but I'm not I mean, sure either. one thing I, I can say is that, you know, I, he wrote me on Facebook. He was asking me about get him heroin. He lives in, you know, Orange County. Right? Oh, he lives here. Yeah, he lives around here. I didn't know that. And uh, That's alarming. He looks like I definitely wouldn't give him $20 to go, like, meet a guy while I wait in the car. What does he look like? He just looks like he would run off with the $20. Does he look like a homeless guy then? Not a homeless guy, but he How, was, he's got to be a kid. He's probably what, he's like young. early twenties. He's young looking, you know. He looks kind of like the guy from Brian Jonestown Massacre a little bit, you know. But oh, the, wait, less, the lead singer, Brian yeah, yeah, Jonestown? yeah. You oh, don't yeah. want to give that guy twenty dollars, yeah, yeah. you know. Just get not, that guy's name. Mm. Um, so there always you go. bitching that guy. Yeah. Anyway, um, always good to hear from you there, yes. butt sucker. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thanks for expressing your opinions. I'm just not giving you $20 while I wait in the car. I'm sorry. <laughs> People call the Sigurong Hotline, 323-522-4032. iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. Mm. We do appreciate that. Uh, also, we have a Redbubble store where you can buy some Sigurong merch. Just go to sigurongpodcast.com slash store. Uh, click on the, uh, the image of the Pope, and then you'll go to the Redbubble store. And as we mentioned in the intro... We have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Please subscribe, give us a few bucks, help support the show. We appreciate it. Um, we have some big plans. We're gonna help it. We want you to help us to get there. Il Papa. Uh, finally here, Sigarong Song of the Week comes, comes in from Dez. He goes, try this English attempt at country music. Hobo Jones and the Junkyard Dogs hmm. with a song called Country Boy. Okay. So we're on the show there with that. Uh, thank you, Des. Uh, people, we'll be back next week with episode 600. 600 episodes, Harrison. Oof. It's crazy. That means you've been doing like 100 episodes almost. Almost, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, back next week with episode 600. Till then, take it easy. All right. <laughs> That's two requests we're doing now then. <laughs>
Okay. So we'll do Country Boy as a lot of people have requested it. Anyone that's never seen us before, if you hear anything in this song that you perceive to be lewd, crude, rude or blue, you're making it up in your own heads and frankly we're disgusted at you lots. There's nothing rude about this song. I'm a cunt, I'm a cunt, I'm a cunt, I'm a country boy. I'm a cunt, I'm a cunt, I'm a cunt, I'm a country boy. And I'm looking for a cunt, I'm looking for a country girl. But I smell like a cunt, I smell like a cunt, I smell like a country farmer. Yeah, your lady, your lady. Well, I like a bit of cunt, I like a bit of country music. I wanna be in a cunt, I wanna be in a country band. Cause I can sing like a cunt, I can sing like a country singer. And I act like a cunt, I act like a cunt, I act like a country star. Yeah, your lady, your lady, your lady. Okay ladies, make sure you've got your tissues. I have just had an accident, someone's just run down my leg. I hope it's sweat. Now make sure you've got your tissues to dab your eyes because this is the tear-jerking romantic verse of the song. Oh. I've met a girl with a cunt, met a girl with a country house. She's got a big wet cunt, got a big wet country pond. I love the smell of her cunt, love the smell of her country flowers. I love the taste of her cum, love the taste of her cum, love the taste of her country food. Yeah, your lady, your lady, your lady. Yeah, your lady, your lady, Next time you think about jacking off, I want you to think about designing. I want you to think about how much you want his cock in your butthole. I want you to think about Jeffrey sucking on that ass. Anyway, this is Buttsucker99, and I'm a huge fan. I've been listening for years and years. Uh, I've been on the forums. That's, hell yeah, I've been on the forums, that's for sure. <laughs>